It is Tuesday morning. Uh, I will be on the road for part of the day. I'm going to head out to Detroit to go hang out with uh, my dear friend Mike Posner. is uh, traveling across the country doing what he calls ninja shows. So he's doing these acoustic shows across the country. Um, he has left his major label. So uh, he's doing some very fun marketing to go across the country. And he finds himself in his home city and home state of Michigan. So I'm going to go uh, check him out I believe it's at 7 o'clock at the Belle Isle Aquarium, so that's where I'll be this evening. So I'll be traveling um, probably about 2 or 3 this afternoon. Other than that, though, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as I uh, continue to figure out if I'm actually going to um, attack this wasp's nest. If you've been on my Facebook page, you know that um, I thought it was – well, I didn't actually think I asked if it was bees or wasps on the side of my house. turns out it's uh, most definitely uh, – really, really, really angry wasps, and I'm trying to figure out, um, am I going to attack them? Am I going to hire somebody to attack them? Am I going to attack them at night when they're supposedly sleeping? And how exactly will I do that? I'm not sure. I'll keep you posted. Let's do this. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? All right, it is Tuesday, and um, two weeks ago, I was doing a keynote talking about social, and one of the things I've been talking about both on this podcast and in this keynote, and uh, by the way, Kalamazoo, taking the keynote your way, uh, the end of this month, so I'll be in Kalamazoo doing the keynote, so if you missed it, uh, there will be a new and improved version with new data and uh, new stuff to talk about as we hit Kalamazoo on July 23rd. But one of the things I've been talking about is video and why your brand isn't doing it and why your brand should do it. And there was a fantastic article on Digiday talking about how TV subscribers or TV channels, I should say, are trying to get subscribers by moving um, what you would call a pilot in old school terms, but uh, first run episodes of brand new series. They are running them straight on Facebook native video straight to Facebook. And you're thinking to yourself, well, I mean, isn't that the spot where YouTube used to jump in? And yes, that is the spot where YouTube used to jump in. However, one of the things that uh, I've been talking about and many people who have been playing with Facebook, either in the regular promoter posts or the advertising or the dark posts, knows the targeting on Facebook is much much better. The problem with YouTube, and the article talks about this a little bit, but I think everybody can do this in a, a sort of no-duh kind of way. When you go to YouTube, you just kind of pray you're going to stumble on something unless you've subscribed to it, right? If you subscribe to a whole bunch and you curate your list, then you've got the things that you want to check out and you go to YouTube and you see if those guys or gals or people or groups have made a video, you watch said video and then you're back to the universe waiting for BuzzFeed to tell you about a viral video that you haven't seen yet. That's kind of the circle of life for YouTube. That's really hard to get traction if you're a brand new show. So uh, things like Ballers, The Rock's new show, uh, they put the first episode of Ballers HBO did on Facebook natively um, and got a ton of traffic to that video that is still up. So if, you don't, if you're not an HBO subscriber and you'd like to watch the first episode, um, you can absolutely do that on both The Rock's page and The uh, Ballers page. Um, and we can have a discussion as to whether or not it's a great show because I'm still kind of up in the air. I like it, uh, but not sure it's it's really what I thought. The Rock is fantastic because he's fantastic, but I digress. We get back to the uh, the thing at hand. The thing about this is when you go Facebook native 
straight to video, you have not only the luck of the algorithm, because the algorithm wants to do this. The algorithm wants to compete with television. That's absolutely what Facebook wants to do. That's why they're making their targeting better and better and better and better. And you can watch it in a way that you can't really watch it in fact, you absolutely can't watch it in YouTube. You know, we talked last week about the changes that Snapchat made to their app. And one of the changes that they made was that you no longer have to hold your thumb. You just have to hit it. Um, and that's a huge change because it allows you to consume the content a little bit easier and makes you want to use the app more. I've been, I've been playing with Snapchat on and off for quite some time, but find myself in the last uh, week or so since the change doing it a lot more because it's just a lot easier than having to hold my thumb when people do 400 seconds of whatever they're doing 400 seconds of or what even 12 seconds just hit it and go next step obviously is uh visual awareness or uh, any sort of movement of the screen that the app would know that you're watching would automatically pay, play the content you know what that sounds like oh it sounds like your facebook feed with automatic plays of videos uh, you can turn that off obviously in your facebook functionality but most people as you know they don't read the terms of service they don't play around with the privacy settings and they certainly don't play around with the media settings so as they're scrolling through uh, the facebook feed Videos are just playing. And so if you see, if you're a fan of The Rock and you see The Rock as you're going through your news feed and it's a video and it's a free episode of a TV show that he's in, you're probably going to sit around and watch that. And maybe HBO is going to get you to convert not to sign up for cable, not to sign up for Dish, not to become a subscriber to one of those things. No, they want to get you on HBO now because they know that cord cutting is a real thing. They know there are 10 million 10 million customers in the United States that have cut the cord that have broadband. Those people, they want to talk to. And the best way to do it is on the king right now of targeting, which is Facebook. It is the king of targeting. And targeting with video is the thing that most of these brands are going to do. And one of the things I like about this plan with the HBOs and the Showtimes of the world that are doing this with first-run shows is they understand that the, not only is the game changing, but the model is changing. If you look at um, things like Shark Week is going on this week, and as much as I love Shark Week, I feel that Shark Week's strength is in the social sphere and its weakness is actually the content. I think that if, you, if you're a fan of sharks or you like to study sharks um, – Shark Week, much like the Food Network, has become kind of a, a comedic representation of what it used to be. However, on social, Shark Week is absolutely on fire. They are great at what they do. Some fantastic conversations going on. There's lots of talking back and forth. They're paying attention to the hashtags. They're doing all these wonderful things that not a lot of TV moments um, manage to capture and manage to do in, in such a profound way. What's interesting is the model on TV, though, is still much the same. Um, if you're not into sharks, I think a better example is um, to compare Food Network to Netflix because I'm currently not only geeking out on Shark Week or trying to, uh, I'm currently geeking out on a show called A Chef's Table. And if you haven't watched this and you like food, you should absolutely check it out on Netflix because it's fantastic. But what I um, took from it immediately is the courage that Netflix is using in their programming, when they're doing this original programming, all the chances they're allowed to take, that network TV isn't. If you have been watching Food Network for a, a fair amount of time, you know what it started out doing. It literally was a channel for you to learn either about food or how to cook food or uh, have an appreciation or love for food. 
and now it is reality television game show food stuff. Maybe food's in the show. Maybe food isn't the show. Most certainly Guy Fieri is in the show. Regardless of what show it is, it's Guy Fieri or Bobby Flay. And that's what I mean. So Netflix is doing this really fascinating six-part documentary on some of the finest chefs in the world and, and the friction points that they have and talking about how they got through that friction point and created this amazing either dining experience or restaurant. The Food Network is finding one more way to get Guy Fieri, Fieri into a Corvette or Bobby Flay to challenge somebody to make some sort of pie or steak or pizza. Um, same thing with Shark Week. So on the one hand, their social strategy and their social execution is brilliant. On the other hand, you're having uh, documentary after documentary that's a lot of pseudoscience and talking about is this shark a serial killer um, to get people in, in the most TV clickbaity way that you possibly can to continue to tune in. And if you'd watched over the last couple weeks, uh, or I should say years, you know that by today being Tuesday, um, they're kind of all out of content and the shows just get kind of worse and worse. They just kind of fill space through Thursday and then call it a, a shark week. However, that entire time, they're killing it in social. The point of all this is social has changed the game so much and TV is, in some cases, doing it very, very well, and in other cases, scrambling to figure out how to get things to kind of line up. HBO, however, if you are somebody who is watching to see what television is going to become, Netflix is clearly somebody you should pay attention to. HBO is right behind them, because this putting native shows right to native video on Facebook is a killer strategy, and I would love it, love it, love it. I have no idea if they're going to do this, but I think it would be a brilliant strategy for AMC to to bite off this and do this with the um, Walking Dead version that's going to take place in L.A. called Fear the Walking Dead. Because I, I think they could use the, the brand equity and I think targeting um, on Facebook to people that – not only people that are going to check out The Walking Dead who have checked out The Walking Dead, but people who might be out of that cycle who – you could target on Facebook in profound ways that you can't on a lot of other social platforms. Native video on Facebook uh, is the real deal, and please pay attention to it. If you are not doing video in 2015, you have to change it. You have to. You don't have to make something super glossy. You just have to make something that's awesome, something that's content-rich, something that your customer is going to care about. You don't need to go out and buy a $10,000 RED camera. I mean, they just announced uh, yesterday that GoPro has a new camera, same price as an iWatch, an Apple Watch, three ninety nine. Uh, it's the size of an ice cube. The GoPro is now the size of an ice cube. You are all, all out of excuses as to either things are too bulky or they're too expensive or they're too hard to get. You have a phone in your pocket. You can get a GoPro for under $400 that's the size of an ice cube. Go make some content. Go make some video. Go put it on Facebook. Go have an awesome Tuesday. I'll have some video and hopefully some photos. And maybe uh, if I can get a word or two with Mike Posner, I will get that up as well. Have an awesome Tuesday. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.